so much for tuning in today to Rappers in My Backyard. I hope you had an amazing week because we got an amazing guest. And so I can't wait to bring him in the yard. Our topic today is lyrics and life. And on the grill, we're talking community. And you know, I love setting up every episode with a quote that lays the groundwork for interesting and provocative conversation. So here is the quote. Don't talk, just act. Don't say, just show. Don't promise, just prove. And that comes from everyday power. And I think that sets us up nicely to talk, express, relate, and connect with our special guest today, Big Fever is in the backyard. What's up, Big Fever? Lisa, oh, how are you? Beautiful queen. I'm having a great day. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm glad you can make it because I know you got big plans. You know, you're getting your son off to college and all of that. So when I heard that, I said, man, I want to talk to him about that too because that has everything to do with you doing an excellent job with providing him with the guidance and the love that he needs in order to be successful in his path. So let's just jump off with that because that's just positive how and what school is he going to and is he going to be playing a sport um tell us about that yeah uh his name is dj smith he's a junior actually and he is playing a sport he's playing football he's out in uh lake suego Mm -hmm. which is in in portland and it's absolutely beautiful out here it's amazing just so much greenery but yeah i'm just so proud of him because you know he, he graduated as an honor student, you know, in, in high school, and so he came on. And this and this school is really hard to get into, like, you know, um, NCAA Division Three, and it's really hard to get in. So, you know, he got in, and, you know, just because he, you know, he's a nice guy. But yeah, he graduated, and uh, you know, I had to, I had to put a lot of time in him, and I, and I'm so grateful for it because, you know, I was in the music industry, and I was making some change, I was doing some things, and. My name was bubbling, but my son, you know, was a little kid and he said, Dad, I want to play football. So I stepped away from the music industry and I said, you know what? I'm going to help my son get to college, you know, and, you know, start practicing with him, going to every practice. I mean, I'm at every game, I'm training, making sure he's eating right, exercising, new gym. You know, it was just a long process, but it was well worth it. Put the time in and now he's got one of the top um, colleges in the country. Wow. Yeah, he's at a, the law program here is second to none. Mm-hmm. If you ask anyone about the Lewis and Clark law program, it's amazing. A lot of um, attorney generals, uh, surgeons and stuff come here. It's a very expensive school, but, you know, he had the grades to get to help him get in. Right. So, yeah, I was, I was, I was glad. I'm so happy. And so exactly. then I started back. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say just once again, I mean, that is such a positive thing for us to kick the show off because there's so many young people that want to be great, you know, and the fact that 
your son reached out to you and said, hey, dad, I want to play football. And you as the parent and the one that knows that he needs you for the success said, mm-hmm. you know, it's not about me because it's not. It's about your right. son. Right. You know, right. and I'm just so, so happy for our viewers to be able to see yeah. that because it's choices that change the dynamic from us, for us. Yeah, but I had to step away from the music industry. I was a little upset because I was gaining some momentum. But I said, you know what? He was more he's more important than what he's trying to accomplish in life. And I was like, wow, I never went to college. You know, I didn't I didn't graduate with uh honors and straight A's and all these accolades he had. And I said, Man, I don't care. I'll walk away from the music industry and I did. Right. And uh, you know, so then 12 years later, here I am trying to pop back. And I wasn't going to do it, but my wife told me to. She was like, baby, go get back into the music industry. Look at all these older guys, 40 years old, dropping records and stuff. And and she was like, you're a great writer. You're a great artist. You can perform. You're still in good shape. You still look nice. So I said, all right, I do. Yeah. Here I am. So kudos to your wife, because it seemed like you got a real soldier, too, behind you. Somebody Uh, that's feeding positivity into you and not only not letting you quit, but she's not letting the family quit. You know what I'm uh, saying? Everybody got to play their part in our family. Yeah, I I know the definition of a queen. All black women on any level, any totem pole are queens. And my wife is definitely a queen, too double masters, masters in education, masters in human resources. She got a PhD. She's a principal for a school. I mean, she's amazing. She is, uh, um, I mean, she, just her in law, she she raised anywhere from 16000 to 22000 every year to pay, um, to help pay for kids' graduations. They cap them down, make sure they go out to grad night, have fun and enjoy themselves. Because, you know, a lot of people felt she's out of Taiwan school a lot of people believe that these kind of kids wasn't gonna make it because you know they had um, a couple bumps in traditional school you know in the public school she came over there with my wife and they worked hard these kids graduated and I mean they threw their caps on and I, we just applauded them we're just so grateful for these kids that's making a change and I'm doing the same thing when I work with the NFL alumni every Saturday we feed 400 families so wow, um, wow. And that's, you know, that's why I threw community on the grill, you know, so that we can really talk about all these amazing things that you have contributed to the community. But everybody out there wants to know, Big Fever, how did you get involved in hip hop and music in general? What was your journey to get there? Um, It started as a kid, you know, I started off as a singer. Tell me what you want. Uh, you know, I started off as a singer. I, you know, my mom, was, I'm singing in front of my grandmother, you know, for her birthday. Happy birthday to you. And all that, you know. So I started off as a singer. And then when I got into middle school, you know what I'm saying, um, um, I started playing instruments, the trumpet. And uh, in high school, I played the trumpet. And, and I was signed to a production company with Dale and Chuck Atkins um, in L.A. on the east side. And, and when I got with them, you know, I started meeting people like Kipper Jones and all these other musicians and, you know, uh, Phil Upchurch, Kevin Tony of the Blackbirds and stuff like that. So, wow. you know, I just, yeah, I just, bit, I was around a lot of jazz musicians. Mm-hmm. So that that's why when I hear an artist 
I could t- right away I could tell I'm like oh they got it you know like uh, Mr. Green Greg I, I, I heard an artist on him and I was like wow he got it so yeah that's how I started you know as a musician a singer and, and then I, I have the privilege to be in um, the green room with some great you know at the shrine man I've been everywhere it's been a long road but it's been nice I enjoy it wow. I enjoy it and see, because you had such a great journey and was able to meet so many great artists along the way, as you mentioned, Kip Jones, those kind of cats, you know, those are people that put in real work all the way oh, around God. this business. You know, it's, it's, oh. it was a different game when they was there. It was a 360 thing and an effort that you gave as an individual and also the people that were around you that helped right. you get to whatever that level is and you know I appreciate you sharing that with us because that makes an extreme difference you know because just like your wife said you're going to be able to really start off right where you left right because well, of those relationships and understandings right you know it's been it's, it's, I mean you know it's been an honor and a privilege mm-hmm. and uh, I tell you I'm going to be honest with you it's been some rough times, and I started very, very young, very young. You know, I was still in my teens, you know, my mid-teens. So, you know, um, and I was around all these musicians and stuff, you know. Some of these clubs, I couldn't even go in when they go perform, because mm-hmm. you know, I was too young, and then sometimes I would sneak in, you know. Um, I worked with Larry Don from Earth, Wind & Fire. He was an amazing artist. And now I got a team of people around me now that believe in me. And the message, you know, right. we just try to send a message. So, and um, yeah, I've been, you know, I've just been blessed to have um, uh, suspect from Full of Game Entertainment, Dangerous Don, who's been working on radio forever. She's doing, she's knocking on every door. She can possibly can and turn over every rock. Right. Uh, DJ JB Smooth out in Oklahoma. Um, so yeah, yes, it's, it's it's just been it's been it's been a journey. Uh, Shouts out to Pirate 88 KCP here in Las Vegas. They've been there 50 years. Of, you know, they uh-huh. uh, Gladys Knight nephew, uh, Bubba Knight's son. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he's a gem. His name is Craig Knight. And uh, man, him and DJ Bingo, they've had my record in rotation for almost a year. And the thing about it is, uh, I didn't even know it was a hot record. My wife told me. She, she was like, no, serious. My wife was like, "Baby, that's that's a nice record." And I was just dragging my feet. I didn't know if I really wanted to get back in the music industry. Yeah. And then, but she told me she said, "Baby, that's a hot record." And she was right. Everybody, every. I mean, I haven't seen one person neither like it or love it. Have you heard it? Yeah, I heard it. But let's talk about some of your music first till we get to your new one. You know, yes, ma'am. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't wait to talk about that. But you've you've already put some great work out there. Specifically, I'm talking about don't go down without a fight. I know you did that thousand, but heat. I mean, heat. Motivational bullets. That's one of my favorite records in the whole world. That's my too. I said, you know, when I listened to it, I'm not that. I got anything to say negatively about your new stuff, but listening to that just gave me motivation 
in a way that I think is really good for us to hear right now. You know, so I wanted to know, man, what was the importance for you to do that project? To be able to just lay down everything that matters. You see what I'm saying? And not be worried about what's going to get more records sold or what's going to put me on a stage with this person or that. That is strictly for the people. You good. You know? You're good. Oh, you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. That's why I said, no, don't you, take me to the new spot yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're good. You're good. But no man, I love it. Talk to me Ain't about no that. without a fight. And even though it seems hard to survive, stand up and pump your fist in the sky. Just believe and you see that we all can rise. High, the sun will rise. Just give it time. Hold your head up high and touch the sky. Hi. Man, that was my record. I oh, I no, it's still Ooh. your record, okay? Because, man. man, it's just so weird. We need to be mentally. It's just been a tough time for so many people. You know, yeah. when I was doing research on you, I said, this is somebody that is totally about pushing the culture forward. It, it, it yep. has nothing, you don't yep. to put what's going to work best for big, you know. It, yeah. It's all about what can I do for somebody Somebody else. else. Oh, where can we find that? Where is it? Right. Man, that's my heart. But, my, but honestly, I just got to give it to God. And then secondly, I got yeah. to say it. My mom, my mom put it in because my mom was the same person and she would cook for the community, neighborhood. She didn't care. I mean, whatever situation you was going through, you can go to my mom's house and eat and sit down and have a nice glass of Kool-Aid. Yeah, great. Get it, you know, which is one of the ghetto hoods, you know. So I grew up on the east side and the west side of LA. So, you know, we went through some ups, ups and downs, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, my mom, absolute survivor. So she instilled, instilled, instilled that in me. To, wow. to, um, yeah, so this has been my desire as a, to help people and, you know, send a message. Yeah, that song. Oh, and and did you know, did you know the guy singing on the Black Thompson is the same guy that's singing on the new song? I was going to ask you that. I've seen that. But you know how a lot of artists change their names and all of that and I wanted to ask you that when we talked about the new single but I really appreciate thank you really appreciate that record because what it does and what it means I really think to the culture it's important for us to share our glimpses of the inner city of the struggle of the community right, right you know right, that has to right. be a record on every album like the fact is right. some of these artists act like i'm gone like i have no recollection of what i come from because i don't want to face that i don't want to be that you know my teeth was crooked back then or i had to wear glasses whatever our little hang-ups were they right. certainly do not supersede the effort that you've given us in Don't Go Down uh, a Fight, honestly. Oh, uh, thank you so much. Honestly, that, that means a lot to me, especially coming from you. You're a music connoisseur. You're musically inclined. You've been around it 
the business forever. I already know. I did my background too, so I appreciate yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you ain't you ain't no punk up in this business. Uh, you can't <laughs> be one. You know, you, can't you just can't that. be one. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I do that delicate dance between I'm gonna knock you out and hello, how are you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> All right. It's a yeah. game, boy, it's a game, you know? Absolutely. But yeah, let's yeah, yeah. talk about lyrics and life, which was more of like a collection. Ah, yep, a lot, exactly. Yep. Great things that were lyrically well put together. And the focus was about, I wanted to ask you, was the focus about life in general at the time you did it? Or was it your specific life in which you were going through at that time? And and you released this in 2010. I know I'm taking you back, but- No, yeah, that know. was my last release before I started coaching my son. Oh, okay. 2010. Well, you left out yeah, with a really cool, see you in a minute. Yeah, I was like, let me go, let me go do this, man. Right. I and, but no, yeah, no, lyrics and life is just, you know, when I write a song, I, I write, I think like um, uh, directors and writers who are writing movies mm -hmm. and, and that kind of thing. So when I write a song, I'm like, it might be someone else's experience, you know, or just mine in general. So I just be pulling from different um, angles and directions of life. And so that's how I came up with lyrics and life. But songs is talking about love and togetherness and partying. It's, you know, just all part of life, the obstacles that we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's just like a collage of different songs. And some of those songs are like really, really, really old. It, you know, they they just, I know old sounds bad sometimes, but you know, but no, but yeah. That your yeah, lyrics and life was just a collage of different songs and records that, I, you know, I brought together. And then a lot of them I wrote, you know, you know, in, in the process of doing the project. But right. yes, yeah, it's been it's, it's been an experience, Lisa. Oh, I'm telling you, it's been it's been fun too. You know, I met a lot of people, had a lot of doors slammed in my face, and a lot of doors open. So. It's all it's all good. I'm I'm enjoying the, the ride right now. You know, I got my second single is, is entitled My Baby. I can't wait to drop that. Uh, wow. Wow. Have you ever thought about um making lyrics in life like a book or something like that? You know? You know and taking those songs a step further because they're just so profound. I just want to hear the other part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. right. It makes sense. Very that's a very good question. Yeah, I really thought about you know writing a um, um, writing a, a movie of my life. You know, I've been I've been in some situations that people won't understand. You know? I've been a, been around gang gangs. I've been around gang violence. I've been around pimps and prostitution, murder, and I've been around some very positive people as well. Some commissioners. I used to volunteer with Yvonne Brathwaite and then when I was just a little, you know, runt coming out of high school. So, you know, but yeah, my, my life has been, so I do definitely want to do um, a movie. I got, yeah. I just want, you know, my wife told me to write a book a long time ago about the music business. 
because I, you know, I seem to know a little more about the music business than right. most rappers. You know, and, t- and I mean, you know, in terms of the royalties and percentages and split sheets and how to register and encode your records and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, I do. In fact, I, you know, I do it for Black Thompson. I do a lot of his stuff and make sure his royalties are in place and stuff like that. Yeah, see, that's a a trade a lot of the artists don't know. You could write a book on that alone. And, you know, something about the way you write and the way you vocalize things is very simple to digest, you know? You don't supersede the neighborhood. And that's usually the case when when somebody knows information such as yourself, they feel when they put out a book or a movie or something like that, they have to please another crowd. No, you got to please your crowd your culture needs to right. know how to read your book because right the way it is right super right on me using all these elegant and and above my pay grade and understanding words right. use them right. same hood words <laughs> word yes. every day right right i'm fit yeah. to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just bring me to, to the realities that exist in the inner city through the words that we use in Dude, the inner right. city. We identify. That's how we identify yeah. communication. We keep it very simple. You know, simplicity is key to a lot of stuff in life. So why change it? You know, yeah. but you know, my, my thing is is writing a book right now. I just want to wait to my some my music really just do some great things in the music industry and touch some people and then people at that point people will want to see or read or hear your book or whatever you move, whatever you got going but you know until that happened until you get some plaques on the wall you know I just been around a lot of you know what I'm saying they don't nobody like oh you don't know talk about you you know what I'm saying versus yeah. you know Greedy Greg coming to do a book it's like we want to hear his book you know right. and which is understandable which is understandable you know, and then, and then tell them, you know, excuse me, I'm just, um, I'll just keep pushing and pushing. I, you know, I'm, I'm a, I like to write for other people. You know, I want to write for that artist that Greg working now. Oh my God. Jesus, Jesus Rose. Man. The R&B I guy. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I, I, I love this. Boom, I could just put up five songs on you. Yeah, I know what you mean. He got a song called Food. Every time I see him, I just walk around with a plate. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That dude yeah, is a- the truth for real. Shout out to Jesus Rose, man, because yeah, we need him in R&B for real. You we do. He got his head on his shoulder, you know, and he is saying something not only for the men out there, but also to women. You know, we need to get back right. to the woman, the new leader mm-hmm. of the party, okay? Mm-hmm. And be able to take that and uplift our women really right now, because we've been putting overdrive. Right. All this stuff that has happened, because we're the mother, the sister, the brother, the aunt, the daughter, mm-hmm. and we wear so many hats. And when you have things like what we just witnesses, witness with the pandemic and all of that and we still really in the house low key i mean it's overwhelming because now i'm in the house doing my job i'm in the house being a wife i'm in the house being a daughter you know for my dad or caretaker whatever you want to call and some days i'm just sitting there like for real who signed me up for all these positions 
right, yeah. Yo, it's 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 crazy. It's been tough for women, man, you know. Yeah. And um, they they've been going through a hard thing with you know, um, not just that, but what um, you know, the sex world for them has been. Uh. been oh man, they get violated, cheated. I mean, you know, they walk in the door, and it, you know, and, and it, it gets terrible for them. You know, it, you know, they got all these extracurriculars. In hoops they have to jump through you know and it's it's unfair you know it's so. really unfair you know that's but they're getting smart now though because they yeah. they they using they you see them on these uh reality shows like they didn't put it together real well like now you got that girl that's going to college and she get out of acting school she can't find a job but you got the girl that just jumped out the strip club and guess what she got three roles and three major movies so yeah and they getting saved meaning like celebrity guys is just scooping them up and saying you ain't got to work no more or whatever right yeah it's true body parts you know real nice and fresh and right off the surgery table and then throw on your purse (laughs) yeah even a life but yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't trying to hit them hard or nothing like that. Everybody got making yeah, choices. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of them. I'm but, proud of them actually, because they yeah. doing their thing. You know, they find they find a way. You know, and uh, it, at, at one point, you know, they, they were being taken advantage of, but now they kind of like, nah, mm-mm, I can control this myself. I can, get, I can get all the recognition. I can get all the money. I can put myself and my kids in a better situation. My baby daddy, he hit two blocks and I ain't seen him since. Yeah, you know yeah. So, uh, so they, I'm proud of him. I ain't mad at him. I ain't, I ain't mad, mad at him either. You know, yes, thumbs man. up to the ladies. We yes, take yes, it no yes. more. We That's dog right. walking around this part. And I want to talk to you specifically about Make Me Feel. That's your new single. Talk right. to me about how that came together, man. You know what? I, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Please be honest with you. I was, I was just writing a song, you know. And I, when I, when I envision my wife, I envision her a certain way, and you know, and that's how I envision. I put her on that pedestal, but I was just writing a record, and honestly, I didn't even know it was, it was a phenomenal, phenomenal record. And she actually was the first one to tell. She said, "Baby, you gotta finish writing that record. It's amazing." You know, and then I was like, okay, I dragged him, and I finished writing. And Black Thompson, he admitted it too. He said he slept on the record, you know. And uh, uh, I, we were handing out turkeys. That's what happened. We were handing. I was working with Gang Intervention, okay. and we were handing out turkeys. I was working with uh, Beetle, Melvin Enos, on the And so I was working with him, and KCP and Commissioner Lawrence Weekly was there, and Teddy Wright, and Beto said, man, let let Teddy hear that record, man. And so Teddy heard it, and he was like, man, he couldn't believe, you know, he was like, wow, I had to listen to it twice. I couldn't believe it the first time. He couldn't find no flaws, so I had to listen to it again. And so, and then I just, I sent it to Violet Brown. I I just been sending it out to everybody I know. I just want people to hear it and put it in rotation and play it, you know what I'm saying? And and, uh, because a lot of women enjoy it, you know. But I was just really in that, in in, in, in imagining my wife and how, you know, I would tr- won't treat my woman or my daughter, 
you know? And so, and I was just writing, you know, that's what I do, right? writing. And so, it just happened to turn out to be a great song. Yes, you it know? did. And it makes you feel so good, too. On top of you know, it, it just feels like a, 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 a wonderful song. It's all positive. Lyrically, the music is motivating. It just feels good. You know how you can put on a song and there's just something about it and you'd be like, okay, that one's it. It's, it's just something you feel. You can't really put your finger on anything specific because it takes that whole piece in order right. to push forward a thought. And you really got that going and make me feel. And I love it and cannot wait until the world gets an opportunity. Because right now you, you're promoting it already right with right, right. college radio you're doing it yeah. to do wow it. you did your research you <laughs> own it boy you tough Woo, no, you, oh. no i'm just kidding no, you can't lie to you you can't lie to you you can't uh-uh you ain't no lot of not lisa uh-huh. But man, I love the way that you're taking the approach because of the simple fact it's something that really needs to be felt from our generation. And I like the way you're doing it grassroots and trying to bring it, doing the groundwork, which will bring it around to the people that can already understand it. But that sets us up nicely to go to the grill. Let's go to the grill, man. Let's do it. Let's, Let's go. Let's take it to the ground. Let's go. Uh-huh. Mm. some stuff Thank up you. over here. Is it not? Wow. I wanted to talk to you about community because okay. you do such great work with at-risk youth. And I wanted to yep. talk to you about it and why it's so important to you. And how can we too, as individuals, contribute to our community in a positive way like you do? Well, get, get in the all, center of the screen a little bit. You're like halfway okay. here. Yeah, how about right that? there is perfect. Yeah. Because you got a great face. Why hide it? You know, if you didn't, you know like, go ahead and just sit down. Hey. With the... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So talk to yeah. me about community service, man, because I, I give you kudos and, and 10 fingers up on that one. Well, you know, I always say, you know, experience has been the best teacher. Mm-hmm. So some of my my experience, you know, I kind of grew up in that environment. You know, you know, things weren't there. They just wasn't that too You have to go and get it. Yeah. So, you know, and, and I was wondering as a kid, like, who could do this one? Or who could do that? You know, and I, you know, you, you end up doing it all yourself. But at the same time, you always think, I said, man, I wish somebody would have some type of after school program or, a, man, Somebody mother would pull up with some sandwiches or something. You know, I was always thinking about a couple sandwiches, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, so then when you get older, you say, you think about it, you say, well, you know, I want to provide those services. You know, I don't want a kid in and out of jail. I don't want a kid on drugs. I don't, you know, I, I, I want a kid to finish high school and, and possibly go to college. You know, I mean, college ain't for everybody. You know, I've learned that as well, you know, I, because you go to college don't mean you're not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, man, I, Your sound cut out on me. And, and and it starts with the youth. You know, if we could build them up and put them in a position so they can win, their kids will win. 
and their kids. Because, you know, there was a breakage, you know, in, in our community, you know, when crack came, you know, it tore a lot of stuff down. A lot of people lost homes. Uh, people had business and corner stores, and, you know, it, it, it kind of tore, it tore the community down, down, down. Yeah. You know, and so, and so I just, you know, and so Willow behind, Willow behind, and uh, and we didn't have some of the advantages uh, a lot of other uh, cultures have, you know. And uh, I'm not saying that it's an excuse for us to uh, accept failure mm-hmm. or you know sob around, but I'm just saying it makes it a lot easier. So I always been in the mindset of helping any and everybody I can, you know. And 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 quite honestly, I know I started with my people first because I I believe that um, I really need to propel them. But me, I have anybody from any race. I don't care. Yeah, it ain't ain't a race thing because communities are messed up regardless of the color of your skin. And there were just black people in our community. There were people that were there that the money that their parents made qualified them to be where they were. Nobody chose anything. It was, they had everything already set up for us. Okay, you make 15,000, you get this little corner on the sack or whatever it was. But all together, it made, because they put us all together in a way that was by our income, it made us feel embarrassed about being there. Right, right. You know, well, you know, my grandfather, um, you know, he was a hard worker, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and that's something I picked up, you know, work hard, be consistent, you know, and, um, you know, my grandmother, she didn't work, you know, um, he came home, he made the money, gave it to the wifey, she paid all the bills, you know how it was back in those days, and so, and that's something I always, you know, I always understood that a man should be a provider, you know, what's wrong with being a provider? That don't mean you're a sucker or a trick. Come on, man, stop it. Knock it off. Move a little middle to the camera for for your friend. That don't mean you're... I'm sorry. That's right. That don't mean you're a sucker because you're a provider. That just means you're a man. So that, oh, she a gold digger. Why? Because she want her nails done. She want to keep herself up. She, you know, she like beautiful things. That don't make her a gold digger, bro. I mean, you like nice cars and nice rims, stuff like that. And so... You know, um, if that's your woman, you know, it's all right to provide. So, and, you know, I think all that go in together with um, helping the youth, helping yeah. the wife, helping the kids, you know. And if you got daughters, you, you want to show them love. So when they get older, guess what? They deal with a man. They know what love feel like. Yes, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know I'm saying so. But yeah, the youth for me is... Um, the future as everybody knows sound cliche but it's the truth no it is so it's so true so you know um and i and i, I want to be able to um you know like my wife she helped kids get college grants mm-hmm. she sat down and helped them with their fafsa their parents and stuff i don't know i had a kid um he i went to uh i want to say san diego i remember state and he was a, he was on a full well, he, he, his parents didn't fill out a child. So they told him he had, he had to get out. They told him to get out. So what I did, well, so Marlon Greenwood, the vice president for the NFL alumni, called and said, please, we got to help this kid. Yeah. So he, he was in California. 
And he said, do you know anyone out there can help himself? I called Commissioner Mike Davis in downtown. He worked for um, Mr. Garcetti down there. I called Mike. And uh, Mike called down and got on their butts. And Mike said, hey, this kid is an honor student. Y'all got all these kids coming from other different countries, paying for their tuition. And y'all gonna kick him out because the Sasso ain't done? Yeah. You know, come on. And so Mike Davis, uh, shouts out to Mike Davis. Yeah, shout Mike. out to him. Thank you for stepping yeah. up. And, and, and yeah, y'all to get Mike on here. Mike Davis, he's he's uh, he's Commissioner Depot. He worked for Barcelona. He's downtown. I'll, I'll give him your contact. Just have him on. He's a very yeah. I would um, love to have him because oh know, my god, he's like, amazing. This is what I did this podcast for. You know, to talk, express, right. relate, and connect together. Because when right. we do that, there's so much that we can share. You know, there's so much that I learned from you today, like Mike right. and what he did, and possibly get the opportunity to have him on the show simply because me and you are getting down yeah. right now and just conveying how important the community is right yeah. this very second. And I'm, I feel the same way. I'm in right. to the future because if we don't help them get to where they need to go, then we're extinct as individuals. Who's going to carry right. on the legacy, whether they have your last name or not? It's not about that. It's about each one of us seeing the importance in another person living a quality and decent life. This is about being right. inclusive. It ain't a color here. Although we need right. a lot of work in our culture, it's still not about color. It's whomever right. is ready to do such things. That's right. who it is. Right, right, right. And yeah, that's why I got it, Mike. Mike, I just really want to, yeah, I really would love for Mike to be on the show because he's very informational. I know y'all gonna get together and do some great things. I would you know, he's it. always, yeah, he's always giving our awards too. I think he did, like, he did <laughs> Tiffany Haddis and, uh, uh, what did he do? Man, he even did something to everybody. Everybody, uh, you know, black people that are making these great accomplishments in their community and stuff right. like that. You know, he, He's, he's gave them awards and stuff like that. They do all comfortable. Mike is, he's Home Depot and he worked for legislate for six years. Wow. So he's wrote, wrote some laws and changed some things to, to better our communities and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely, he, you know, I think he started off with Maxine Water. He ran her campaign mm -hmm. um, in, in, in way back in the day. That's when Mr. David started off. Then he went on to Yvonne Brathwaite senior deputy director and stuff like that but now he's down there with mr barsetti he's over the contracts oh, and negotiating okay. in public so he's doing he's doing a lot of stuff you know and he saved my life you know he took me out of the streets and i volunteered with him to go have turkeys and all over la food and all kind of hud he was setting up what hud housing for people in the community i was working with him in the office late nights with him so I was just a young fella, but he really saved my life. Right. Shouts out to Mike Davis and yeah, Dale Shout Adams. out to him. Yeah. And and they shout out to you to be, although we run into circumstances, we have an opportunity to get out them. 
And that's what you did. You said, hey, this ain't working for me here. You know, this Mike was giving you an opportunity, whether you understood what it was at that time. But taking that opportunity not only helped you, but it helped your son where he is. It helped you to get the, the right wife for you, a queen. Right. And it's helped yeah. you yeah. be able to make those decisions about what's important and what's not so important as it refers to young people. And that's exactly what we need, man. That's why yeah. I wanted to talk and put this on the grill. Lastly, I just want to ask you, do you have anything for our audience out there where they can go and obtain information or programs that they can be a part of that are specifically towards helping at-risk youth? Do you have any yeah. recommendation for them? You know what I do? I just don't have it in front of me being, but I do, we have a whole lot of programs, you know, um, and so, and, but I do know you can go to um, Marlon Greenwood, um, .org. He's the um, vice president for the NFL alumni okay. in Las Vegas. But you know, most of the, most of the programs we have are geared for, you know, the Las Vegas. I don't know, you know, cause I've been out of California so long here in mm -hmm. Vegas. You, we've been volunteer here in Vegas. I'm in Oregon right now, of course, but yeah, but I, I do, you know, but you know, like I say, it, you know, if, if there's um, if, if there's a person with a situation and they need some help, I could just reach out to Mike Davis. He, he's connected with everybody here, tell me about different programs, and, you know, you know, in, in terms of LA, Los Angeles. Right. You know, I just, uh, Mike Davis, he's, he's connected with everybody. So what I'll do is I will reach back, hang on after the call, and I'll make sure after our um, get together right now, hold on a little bit for me so that I can acquire that information for you because I would like to provide that in the audience when we run your show. Oh, okay. Be able to give that That'll additional work. information because you're so so committed to community and so I am I and I would love to be able to share that information with the audience so you know what we burnt that up let's take that off the grill man community hey well, oh I gotta do this Lisa what you I got? gotta give my boy DJ Spin a shout out DJ okay. Spin he's in California he's a resident DJ for what is it 1580 the radio show oh, yeah, I think 1580 yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, so. Uh, no, I don't think they're K-Day, but um, I think oh, they no, are. Oh, no, it's not K-Day. What is it now? But they do have a K, but K-Day still is there. Yeah, K-Day's still there, but what what do they call that station? It's the radio show. Oh, the radio show, okay. Where they, they break independent artists and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But then, but it is 15, I think it changed, though. It might have changed. But I know it's called a radio show, but okay. shout out to DJ Spin because he's been knocking on everybody though and everybody telling them about my record. Yeah, so I really love it. Yeah. yeah, thank yeah. you so much. That's a good stuff. And what I want to know, what is your five top hip hop artists right now? Who's in your big five? Big five? I, 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 like, I, like, I like Lecrae. I like Lecrae. Lecrae. Uh -huh. I like Kendrick, I like Logic. I've always been a Snoop Dogg fan. Yeah. Um. um uh, man, I I like 
let me see. I don't know if I really want to call Drake a hip hop artist, but I, I, yeah, Drake. Mm-hmm. I like. I just a lot. I like a lot of artists. I, I just I love music. I, I'm the one of those guys that can really listen to other people's music like yeah. my shit. Yeah. For real, no bullshit. I love. I just love. I, man, I love all artists. I, I want to hear what you, how you said it, and how you did. did what kind of harmony you put? It, you know, I, was you mad? With, you know, I want to hear. I yeah, yeah. I, I love I the love manipulation it. that we do yeah. for wordplay in hip hop. Right. And that's right, why right. I kind of asked you who, who your top five are. You, right. Because it's just so, and everybody you listed were those people that were serious about that pen. There wasn't yeah, yeah, no nobody doubt. that was still. I like Jada. I like Jada Kiss. I like Jada Kiss. I like. Uh, yeah, I like Jada Kiss too. I like. Uh, yeah, I like it. You know, I, I like the baby. You know, yeah, I like, yeah. I mean, they yeah, got the baby I, I, on timeout now. I gotta ask you this question for we for we wrap this up. What is your opinion about this whole thing with the baby and his comments about how he felt about little Nas or just the representation being shown to our kids? Yeah, well, you know, he he said. He said what he said. And he, he, I guess he stands by it. You know, everybody has a right to their opinion and how they feel about things. Right. I mean, Lil Nas do too. He, you know, there's some things that he don't like. You know, and uh, you know, you know, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I got gay friends, but mm-hmm. man, don't try to make me believe that that should be my lifestyle. Right. Right. You know, I think that's unfair. You know, and and I tell them, I argue with my friends all the time. I'm like, man, dog, that's that's how you do it. You know what I'm saying? That ain't right to me. I, for me, you know, it's a little different. It's a little different, man. You know what I'm saying? You you got it on that lane, and that's how you do. It. But I can't do it, so I can't judge him for that because you know people have done worse things. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's an and I, I can't. It's just an opinion. I mean, yeah. it don't mean it has. It don't mean it's law and it's got to be your life. Or, you know, uh, you know. Um, shoot. I mean, hey, he said what he said. And that's how he felt. I don't. You know, I can't judge him. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure my situation out, and you know what I mean. Yep, that part. Because I'm trying to figure out mine. So therefore, I don't have time to uh, really put a microscope on somebody on the situation. I, can't I do appreciate it. that answer. And lastly, I love everybody. lastly, how can we be down with your movement? Give us your Instagram, your website, whatever we can be connected with Big Fever. Well, I always tell people, you know, cause some people like Instagram, some people like Facebook, some people don't like any of them and they might just only do LinkedIn, <laughs> you know? That's just true, it's so true, you know? Yeah. So I always tell a person just, and not to, I'm just saying, I'm gonna say it in the humblest possible way. Mm-hmm. Just Google B-I-G-G-F-E-V-A and let's compare our links, you know? Yep. Just Google me and whatever you have, I don't have, cause I just got on Clubhouse, I didn't have that. I, Google somebody and they own Clubhouse. And I was like, oh, what's that? And I called and it was like, Pete, yeah, we got to get you in there. So I've been in there with uh, 
some heavy hitters on Clubhouse, you know, and a couple of people in there got the record and they liked it as well. But yeah, so I always tell people, just Google B-I-G-G-F-E-V-A. And oh. yeah, just Google B-I-G-G-F-E-V-A. Big Fever, big with two Gs. And if you on LinkedIn, um, let's link. If you're on Facebook or Instagram, you know, that's it. And I got a LinkedIn account too, so. Okay. I mean, a tree, tree link. Yeah, that's what we call it, tree link. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all under together. Right. In terms of, right. Yeah. So anytime you put in Big Fever, I'm going to pop up. Right. It ain't spelled no other way. Two Gs in you know Yeah, that's why we tell you, if you don't put two Gs, you might get I don't know what you might do, but it ain't gonna be me. Right. Miss Lisa, right. I'm, I, I really enjoyed your, I, I've been watching your show and I really enjoy it. It's, you got, you you can ask some questions. And I was telling uh, big the big homie, like, she ain't scared to ask your ass, hey, she gonna ask you. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. It means a lot to me. Yeah. I appreciate you, you know, Thank you so, so much. much. and. I appreciate our audience today for tuning yes. in and rocking with me and Big Fever. I love that Fever idea. I, I yeah, yeah, that yeah. on there myself. Yeah, yeah. But thanks so much to our audience for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, like, comment, share, and also check out our website at www.rappersinmybackyard.com and also check us out on all platforms, iTunes, iHeart. I mean, we out here, so you can't yeah. make an excuse and say you ain't heard it or you can't find it because we have it everywhere there to for you to listen to and it's available to you. And also, I want to thank you, man, today for yes. hanging with me. We oh, I'm going to share this like crazy. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to send it man, to you like crazy. I'm going I'm to I'm share. I, like, I got like 300 rooms, and each one got anywhere from 300 to 57,000 people in. And I'm going to be sharing this thing like crazy. I love like, I might for share that. for a whole month. I like, I want to have the highest views than everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to view, I want the view championship award. Yeah, Shit. yeah. And I bet you get it, man. And I just appreciate you saying you would do that, you know. And I know that you're a man of your word, and I appreciate yes. that. And I'm going to give what you the you best say you're going to always. That's it. That's it. And yeah. to our audience, let's talk. Express and relate and connect next Sunday at 2. You know what we do here. Make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel and hit that bell. You got anything else to say to them? Peace. Yeah. Love y'all. Yep. Love you guys. See you next week. And we out.